0: Hi Ross. Hello Sam. This is the show. Here's the show, right here. We're doing it. So we're doing episode twenty-five, two fiber, five. That's two five. That's five squared. Five squared. Episode of Sam and Ross like things. The show where we each pick a thing that the other person likes and then talk about it. We should go over the rules again since this is a magical.
1: Tell me why are, why this is the magical number and why not like
0: thirty-six, six squared. Thirty-six will be magical too. They're all magical, but this one. This one is uh, like a quarter. Uh oh, the coin. Yeah, like the coin.
1: Okay. Yeah, this is a big deal. You know, we, this is we're about a year and a half. No. no, it's more than a year for sure. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, into this thing, and uh, that's cool. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I thought that we would be we would be doing this this long. No, me either. But I still like it. I so. do too. So cool. Yeah. So this is a show where we each pick a thing we like.
0: Yes. Uh, we aren't allowed to hedge. No, you can li- just like your thing. Just like your thing. No hedging. Oh, well, I understand. Other p- no, no right. hedging. And uh, that's how it goes. And it is episode 25. It is. And we have had a pretend sponsor before. Well, it was a real sponsor. Yeah. Floricane gave us a uh, space to record in. Mm-hmm. and an, an in-kind sponsor. An in-kind kind sponsorship. And Ross and I were thinking, if you run a business... Or know someone who does, who would like us to like them for money on this show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we would like their money or an in-kind thing. Yeah, so we're looking for sponsors, I think. Yeah. This is where, where uh, after 25 episodes, I think you're allowed to level up, yep. as I say. Do do. Um, we've, got the, we've got the mushroom. We, we ate the mushroom, stepped on the mushroom.
0: And, uh, yeah, you ran into the mushroom. Yeah,
1: yeah. We, we had contact with the mushroom, and now we are a next-level podcast. We don't have fireballs yet. No. No, uh, no tanuki suit either. And see, these are all things that sponsors could provide us with. Yeah. So again, if you're if you think that you think you want <laughs> if you to If you're a local
0: tanuki suit <laughs> secondhand tanuki suit
1: shop. Please let us know. Um yeah. Sam, what's the best way if you if someone wanted to sponsor this exceedingly professional show, <laughs> how would they go about contacting us? Uh email Ross. <laughs> <laughs> you can email me. I am Ross. Uh that's not true. You can email me. <laughs> At r c a t r o w at gmail dot com. Yeah, and I'll take it from there. Yeah, Russ, you can also email me.
0: I, I'll take your letter. Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: You can send it to Sam's PO box, yeah. whatever. We'll know. get it. Okay, that was a that was an awkward s- spot yeah. Please <laughs> <for> sponsors. <laughs> Good job, us. Yeah, we'll try again. Twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. We'll do it a uh, little better. We'll, we could give you this level of quality or higher <laughs> <of> sponsor read. <laughs> Uh, Sam, I have a little bit of follow up. Follow up. Number one, last week you recommended a book called Little Brother.
0: Yeah, talk to me about that.
1: I've started reading Little. I downloaded it and uh-huh. I've started reading it and it is compelling. Okay. Um, I find it dated sometimes because it is, it is from the past. It is dated. So some of that stuff is amusing and some of this stuff's a little distracting, but so far, man, I'm, I'm going right. I'm yeah. trucking along and enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely. So, you should, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, the book is kind of about privacy issues in a digital age and like what does this all mean, um, told through the perspective of these high school students. Mm-hmm. And I'm very much lazy. And so, it's challenging to convince my, in my real world, challenging to convince me that I should be more concerned about my privacy. I realize intellectually that privacy is super important, mm-hmm. but this book has done so far a good job of illustrating practical ways of maybe why I should be more concerned about that. Right. So it is, I think, and I'm not, I'm like a third of the way done. So it has achieved its goal, I think, oh, nice. thus far.
0: And a lot of the characters are not doing it specifically to have privacy, but just because they're stupid teenagers and like playing with stuff.
1: Yeah. And I've, i I, uh, I relate to that a lot of being a stupid teenager and going, Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Awesome. You also have um, some gardening follow-up. I do have just a real quick gardening follow-up. Um, my mom came by and, and pulled out almost everything in my garden because it bothered her that it was near near death. So now we are in the next stage of trying to decide, do we want to plant fall stuff? It's a little hot this week to plant fall stuff, but as we talked last night about the cycle, mm-hmm. the, the, the cycle, cycle of, of life, life. Um, we're in the, in the, it, we could plant for fall now if we wanted to. So, nice. Yeah.
0: And you put out a call on Facebook for what other people like. Yeah. Other people liked. So this is the segment of the show, and we have the best problem in the world, Yet which is- People like too much people stuff. People like too much stuff, which is awesome, but also it would take
1: 30 minutes for us to read all of it. Yeah. So I've arbitrarily picked out seven things okay. that I thought It doesn't mean the thing you like is invalid. No, not at all. In fact, some of the things that I didn't pick were things that are ultra valid in my mind. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah. So here, if, you
0: send, if you send a postcard to my P.O. Box, P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia 23260, you will definitely get a mention on the show. That's a
1: guarantee. Guarantee. All right. Here we go. Stuff other people like. Josh Lamb likes audiobooks narrated by old British men.
0: Ooh. Like the Harry Potters. How old is that guy? Does he count?
1: I don't know, I haven't listened to any of them on, I don't ever listen to audiobooks. But oh. that was a follow-up question I had for Josh of which, bo- which in specific books are we talking about? Or perhaps uh, voice, is a voice actor, you think? Yes. Okay. Uh, Max Hep Buchanan likes real bagels. Nate's bagels have been on my mind for the past month. They are good. And Nate is a good friend of mine, and I can tell you for sure that they are delicious. So if you, if you come across an opportunity to Nate's bagel yourself. And- unaffiliated with Nate's taco truck unaffiliated with both Nate's taco truck and, and ba- the, bagel and the, the beagle bagel the beagle yeah okay <laughs> uh Richard Hayes likes Peter Chang's noodles and dumplings have you been in the new the new noodles and dumplings spot of course not man we should take our show on the road out there because yeah it's like a sheet style ordering system you with the, with the touch screens yeah. and everything ends in z's unnecessarily uh can't vouch for the last thing but yeah <laughs> i it's a it's an mto sort of setup and you just do 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 your way to dumplings oh man and uh that's a good that's a good tagline do 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 your way to dumplings. Yeah. they can have that for that, free that one's for free braxton tendently that's 100% not how you say a guy's last name but he likes soft puppy ears which is true yeah universally good premier meta who is awesome and this is a quote from his, he has a great comment. So go onto my Facebook, check it out. He says, this is just a teensy part of all the things he likes. Going to effing bamboo and talking about Aladdin. We should talk about bamboo. Bamboo needs to be on my list because yeah. bamboo is awesome. Bamboo but, is a bar in Richmond. It'll be on Ross's list. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll add it to my list because bamboo is, my, is my, my favorite bar in Richmond. Probably. Katie KJ says, and this is someone someone added her and maybe like... Viral marketed? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, she says she has a passion for the relaxing British pond filter videos I watch on YouTube. It's time to watch them again, and I could talk about it for days. And I think this is going to apply to the thing later yeah. in the show. This We're going to keep that secret because yeah, they didn't look at the title. <laughs> the audience has no idea what will be coming up later in the show. And then finally, Valerie Catra, who, who I'm married to, likes semicolon. A little bias. You pick vowels. You. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's totally arbitrary which things I picked. I just think if you can correctly use a semicolon. Yeah. It separates two independent clauses. People don't know that. I mean, I know that. Valerie knows that. I know that. All right. We all know that. The listeners know. All right. That We're was that was quick. We could have done more. You think I should have put more in there? We could put a little more effort into this next time, Ross. Listen, this was not effort-based. I just thought seven sounded yeah, like a nice number. Seven is a good number. number. All right, Sam. Ross. This week on Sam and Ross Like Things, episode 25, the silver 25. episode. The silver episode. Uh, Your thing is the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. And I'm going to need you to start from the beginning. Okay. And I I have to admit that I have... I know this is a show about liking things, but I'm going to need to be helped towards your point of view of the Fantastic Four. Okay. So
0: the Fantastic Four is a superhero comic book by Marvel, originally written by Stan Lee and drawn by Jack Kirby. It is known as the first real co- first comic of what is known as the Silver Age and the first real Marvel superhero
1: book outside of the like World War II Captain America stuff. Is, is there an age before the Silver Age or is the Silver Age the first age?
0: The Golden Age is like the World War II Captain America okay. fight punches Hitler in the mouth uh-huh. comic. And the Silver Age really starts with Fantastic Four and it's in case of Marvel. Really ushered in the superhero universe where superheroes have pathos, have emotions beyond just punching Hitler, mm-hmm. um, where there starts to be an interconnected universe. Characters start walking by. And it's um, so the started out, basically started the moral universe.
1: Is this contemporary with like Superman
0: and stuff? Superman's much earlier. That's oh. Golden Age. Okay. So Fantastic
1: Four is like 61. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I should really have the Wikipedia page open. but It's fine. Your mind is a, is a Wikipedia page of this topic.
0: Uh, so it's really the, the foundation of the Marvel Universe. So they were first. So it's about these four characters. Uh, Reed Richards, Sue Storm, Johnny Storm, and Ben Grimm, who are test pilots and test piloting in the original story Rocket to get to outer space before the Soviets, mm-hmm. and they succeed, but are hit by cosmic rays. And when they come back, they all have superpowers, and they are all sort of elemental superpowers. Uh, Reed Richards is super stretchy man. Uh, Sue Storm can turn invisible. The Thing is a giant rock monster, and the Human Torch, Johnny Storm.
1: Set himself on fire. The coolest of the power.
0: Right. And so uh they start their comic book adventures. So they fight supervillains. They their main villain is Doctor Doom, who's the best supervillain that mm-hmm. possibly exists. Yeah. And they progress through their life. They aren't they are angsty, you know, Ben Grimm is like, I'm a monster. No, I'm not. And Johnny <laughs> Storm is it starts out as a teenager. But the core of the core of the book. It, is really that they grow into a family. So Reed
1: Richards and Sue Storm court in the book. So th- they start out un- mm-hmm. unromantically attached, or not attached.
0: I don't know if they're completely unattached, but they are courting at the sure. beginning of the book. I'm not, it's, I'm not, in- they're courting. Mm-hmm. Then they get engaged, then they get married, and then they have kids. Like, so much of comic book, and even TV drama tends to be will-they-won't-they they relationships that, you know, yeah, start, stop, start, stop. Never really the case with them. They just progress. And I equate it. Did you ever watch The Office, The U.S. Office? With- I,
1: I watched a couple seasons. Yeah.
0: yeah, so one of the things I like there was they had the will-they-won't-they they with Jim and Pam. Yeah. And I'm going to spoil her. But eventually they get married, and that's just settled. They have kids, right. and they progress through that. And it's not like this will they won't they like dramatic breakups every season. Right. Like they just move on, and that's kind of um, Reed and Sue and Johnny Storm starts out as sort of the wacky little brother, and then grows up a little bit. And Ben Grimm is like <laughs> you know, the metaphor, the Rock, like he's their best friend. Yeah. Uh, when they have kids, he's Uncle Ben. It's great, uh, and it's at its best when it's about not so much fighting bad guy of the week, but adventure and exploring. So there's this great early issue where they go into like the first time they go into like this negative zone portal, or travel to new frontiers, and I love all that stuff.
1: Uh, there. Are, are there are there kind of when we talked about Star Trek before, like you can go a ways without punching it, like yeah, story whole like whole storylines without the need for a gun or punching. Right.
0: So there's like there's a story in the 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 um series I'm going to recommend where it's not so much that they're fighting a bad guy. It's that they're trying to figure out a problem over the whole arc, but in an individual issue they might like discover that the planet they're on is actually a giant monster that's about to eat them mm-hmm. and they have to escape. Right. Right. The Family Progresses. And they eventually have kids, and there's Franklin and Valeria Richards.
1: Oh, I'm familiar with these from later on. Okay. Yeah. And
0: they eventually, in one arc, go out sort of lost in space as a family. And there is one particular... And so Reed Richards is always a little bit emotionally distant. Like, he'll go lock himself in the lab for a week. And Sue will be, like, knocking on the door, Reed, you can't do this. And trying to connect. And there is a... A great series of panels uh, from one of the recent runs, and I'm going to describe this, and there'll be panels in the show notes. So to Reed Richards. He's a hologram. The Fantastic Four have gone off and left the two kids on the spaceship, and this is an Age of Ultron thing, so everybody's basically doomed. And so this is a hologram of Reed Richards writing on a pad of paper, and the words he writes are I don't know how to say this. Word's not coming. How does a father say goodbye to his children? Impossible. I'm a man of science. There is no God. There is no heaven. There is no hell. No hell equals it doesn't matter what we do. It equals what we do is all that matters. Do you understand, children? For all of my failings, please remember that. Then it's a panel of him wrapping his body around a whole bunch of Ultron robots that are chasing Sue Storm, which then detonate Whoa. and kill Mr. Fantastic.
1: Is he dead, Dan?
0: No, this is like an alternate Oh. thing, but yeah. In Those are timeline, powerful words. I like that.
1: Yeah. So is, is it always... <clears throat> are the storylines always so family-centric?
0: Not always. Um, there was a run that... Uh, if you like the Secret Wars stuff, like John H- Jonathan Hickman did a long run where there was lots of realities and there was a Council of Reed Richards from the multiverse, and if you're into that kind of thing, that's also people like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then there are traditional like superhero punching things Yeah, uh, but I like it, and um, I went back and I was reading them aloud to my daughters, and that was super fun because the Kirby art. In those early issues is just phenomenal, especially for a little kid when they can follow it along. And the only thing I have to edit is the times when they're unbelievably sexist towards Sue Storm. Yeah. Whose um, power
1: is being invisible.
0: Whose power is being invisible, but she does become the most powerful member of the team. She's yes. got force fields in She didn't initially those get sort of added later. But once mm-hmm. she has this force field, she can make invisible pockets of Yeah. Like force fields, she becomes the most powerful member of the team by far by far
1: i'm interested in how like mr fantastic his power is being stretchy yes and like was it it was it was that deployed by the writers in a like a silly way because now it's clearly like the thing you just read is clearly a very not silly thing but it's hard for my mind to like he's not plastic man
0: like it's not played for comedy okay because he's the smart guy.
1: Yeah, it seems so weird to... And I guess that's an intentional thing for yeah. the writers of like, look how he has an ultimately silly power. But yes. he's, But his real power is his mental genius, right? Correct. Yeah. So good job, writers, I guess. Yeah,
0: good job, Jack Kirby and <laughs> Stan Lee. <laughs> yeah. You should look those guys up. Um, I will say that we're here to about, talk about things we like. The best Fantastic Four movie is a movie called The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. By Pixar. Which is an incredible movie. Uh, so it's not the exact story, but they, that is the
1: movie that gets closest to the spirit of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and so it's a, yeah, that movie's awesome. And I love, and that, the panel you read from Fantastic Four is super evocative of The Incredibles. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I agree, no, with yeah. you, I agree with you heartily. So
0: if you like The Incredibles, there are Fantastic Four stories out there for you.
1: Yeah, that was what I was trying to say when I interrupted. Is I need a list of, the, of that kind of stuff.
0: And so I'll put in the show notes, the thing I recommend most, um, if you have Marvel Unlimited and you want to read the old stuff, just go to number one and go forward and you can sort of see the crafting of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, that's interesting. And they'll be like, hey, like Stanley and Jack Kirby are characters in it and like Dr. Doom goes into the Marvel's writing office. It's the only, I believe it's the only comic book in Marvel U- it's the only in-Marvel Universe team that also has a comic book in the universe. Right. <laughs> but uh, So start there if you have Marvel Unlimited. And you can also probably find those easily at the library. I recommend... Um, uh, there is a series by Matt Fraction. Uh, it starts at Fantastic Four number one. I'll put the link...
1: Is this FF?
0: To, so no. So FF was a sister book to Fantastic Four. Like, they eventually get a whole bunch of kids, and there's a much larger found family than just the six. And so they get moloids and other... They eventually get a lot of people kind of in their extended family. Mm-hmm. And the adventures of kind of those kid, little kids, the kids in their like school is FF. Oh, okay. But Matt Fraction took over the book and had a, a run of Fantastic Four slash FF that I recommend folks read. You can get it on Marvel Unlimited if you have it. I'll put in the show notes a link to Comixology. They also will have it at Velocity Comics on Broad Street. Uh, pick that up there. Or Amazon has a complete collection. And it's a, so There's two parts. There's the Fantastic Four and the FF side of the thing. You want them. This is by Matt Fraction, uh, who is a great writer. Yeah, It's okay to just read the Fantastic Four side, but if you can get a collection mm-hmm. of
1: them all spliced together. That'll be good too. It the stuff I've read just seems so silly. And I clearly need to read other stuff. Yeah. It's a good recommendation. Thanks, Ross. You did a good job pulling me towards your point of view. Ross. Yes, Samuel Euphrates Davis. Davis. That's fact <laughs> <exactly>. Euphrates. <laughs> Literally <laughs> Tigris. <too>, yeah. Ugh.
0: <sighs> You like ASMR videos? <laughs> I do. Listen, listen.
1: This is a show about no judgment.
0: I'm not judging. I was just trying to do one. No. Nope. All right,
1: guys. We have some real talk here. ASMR is weird. It's really weird. And so here's what the words, the letters stand for: autonomous sensory meridian response, which is made up. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I didn't make that up. Someone made that up. Right. Uh, and this is, I'm just going to read, you know, this is like I'm in, I'm in high school. I'm writing a paper, and here is what Wikipedia defines. Webster's As- Dictionary yes. defines. ASMR. Graduation. As- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ASMR is a euphoric experience characterized by a static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine, precipitating relaxation. Neat. Does yeah. that actually happen? This is a total real thing that happens. And so, this is something that has happened to me my entire life. I thought this was the way everyone was. Do you have any of those things where you're like, this is just how people are? And yeah. then someone's like, what? What are you talking well, that's about? That's not how people are. And it's, it's is mind... this the
0: thing where you like get the little twitchy and. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I, I get that. Do you? Yeah. Do the. Okay. Hold on. We'll, we'll come back to <laughs> okay. that at the end. So, for my entire life, Things have given me the shivers. Oh, yeah. Lots of things. Like, I think some things give maybe a lot of people, like music, live music often, or just music in general, when I'm listening to it, I will get the shivers. Meaning like goosebumps and some tingling.
0: Yeah, that's good music.
1: Yeah. So that's normal, I think, perhaps. Also, watching people draw pictures. What mm-hmm. about that? You got that? No. See? so watching Oh, but people- if I can hear it, I can hear the scritching. Or paper tearing? Are you making fun of me
0: right now? No, this <laughs> is all true.
1: Okay, all right. Well, let's just let's keep going. So, so why do you? Why are you? So, I'm. I don't. I'm, I'm not judging you. Okay, but let me let me go. Let me just describe I'm completely some stuff. with you. Let me let me back up a little. So, ever for my entire life, rant, some weird things like focusing on people doing attentive tasks, like drawing a picture or holding uh, things or that kind of stuff, has given me a physical shivery feeling. And I just thought this was how 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 people were humans are um and then like bob ross happened and like lots of bob ross stuff soft talking very attentive movements with detail that kind of stuff i was like oh yeah i clearly understand why people are real into bob ross because it gives you this feeling 100 percent of the time and then it wasn't until um checkout girl do you know checkout girl Mm mm-hmm she said on Facebook at one time. This is like a, a mo- I, like you know when you you demarc- you have a demarcation point in your life of before yes. and after. I remember when she was like, blah blah blah, tingling feeling ASMR. I totally have this, and this was like probably around 2010. And I was like, well, everybody has that. And then I started to Google a little bit, and there wasn't this like to, like 2010 was early in the ASMR scene, right. and it, the information didn't exist. But there were people, <laughs> like I read the description on Wikipedia. I was like. Yeah, I have, I have this thing because everybody has this thing. And then I started asking around and not everybody has this thing. And so I went onto YouTube where there is a giant, now giant, before not so giant, but many people making these ASMR videos of mm-hmm. videos that just do these things that give me the shivers and give millions of other people the shivers too. So like you can go on YouTube and you can find a video of someone like you said, tearing paper or really, 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 really where like For
0: the audience, I just shivered <laughs> thinking about someone tearing paper.
1: Like the, the classic is tapping, just like tapping on things, books, tapping on books.
0: I have one of uh, Sifting Through Lego Bin.
1: Sifting Through Lego Bin. So these are called triggers yeah. is what it's called. And you can go and literally any like probably anything. There's a video on the YouTube with your trigger that you can watch. Um, triggers can be acoustic like audio stuff or visual. So like uh, a lot of the times they'll be whispering, sound-driven stuff, but sometimes it's just watching things. Like another one is uh, ocular exam, ocular nerve exam, where they'll pretend someone will pretend to give you an eye exam and they'll have like a flashlight that they move back and forth across Whoa. the screen. And that will trigger me as like no sound at all, just visual. And so now's the point in the show, Sam, where I have to try to convince you that this is not a sexual thing. And it's, but you don't have to convince me because I yeah, already know. Because you're on the same team, which is great. But a lot of the people, I think it sounds sexual because they're like, usually it's women in the YouTube videos. The cameras are set up to focus on people's hands, which are like in front of them at a table. So necessarily, chests are also in the frame. There are words like trigger involved, and a lot of it just in for people who don't have the feeling. I think they hear like shivers and tingles, hear the word trigger, and then go into a weird sexual place.
0: Well, I would say that s- the sensa- sensations can overlap. Yeah.
1: But one is not the other. Yeah, I think we're talking about the output. The physical sensation output by your body can have multiple causes. Correct. And this particular, or the multiple uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Triggers. <laughs> yeah, and this particular one is, is not sexual at all. Right. Um, so yeah, so for probably six years now, I, I've been watching an ASMR video. I feel like I'm in a confessional of some sort. ASMR videos on YouTube, and I find them delightful and relaxing and sleep-inducing sometimes. Mm. Um, Do any of them hit the sort of negative triggers? Some, yeah. Some, some people enjoy mouth sounds like chewing gum. And that's not you. Mm-mm, that's gross to me. Uh, disgusting. But... I, I almost think I can hypothesize that there is like a negative version of ASMR. Like the force, yes, or like a uh, bizarro Superman, whatever yeah. that guy is called. Me no like hot dog. Right, and I think that those same things that are amazing sounding to me trigger immense rage in some people. Uh, it's really fascinating. There's a lot of like. Oh, and so another really fascinating about, part about this is how the technology has improved. So this is fairly, I think people have been feeling this way for a million years, but mm-hmm. it's just because of the internet and we're able to like connect to our, to our tribe, our, even though our tribe's distributed across the world. Right. Uh, we didn't really know anything. Everyone probably was just walking around being like, oh, everyone's like this. But now that the internet allows us to like talk together and realize that people aren't always like this. Uh. They've kind of like worked together to build this giant community filled with very specialized techniques and triggers and stuff. So binaural, I think binaural. I don't know how you say this word, but like, there's a lot of money going into microphones that are super stereo, like very left and right. And so people will like do like moving from side to side with these very expensive microphones that are that are shaped in the shape of a human head Whoa. with plastic ear, like foam ears, rubber ears, mounted on the microphone, so it'll like to best of its ability, like, you know, replicate sound going into ears. I'd pay more for a microphone that was shaped like a human head. So you can, you can get it. It's five, six hundred bucks. No, I wouldn't. For, <laughs> for <laughs> this microphone that is supposed to replicate. So when I put on my head, I hear sound that is as close to going, was recorded in a, in like a, a human head, basically. Right. Um, it's Whoa. nuts, man. It is crazy. You should yeah, it's really fascinating to go back and look at the early ASMR videos, it was just like someone in their MacBook and then in front of the video camera they are The
0: technology has advanced quickly.
1: Yes. And people have become very narrow in in what they do. Like one I listen to is this Polish lady and she just speaks Polish softly and has uh, tuning forks. And then says some Polish stuff. So weird. So weird. <laughs> but so good. <laughs>
0: Can you describe to me um, how you arrived at Polish
1: tuning fork ASMR? Yeah, um, I Was can't it just
0: the, on the side of the YouTube.: It and totally you is the sign. Of, yeah, you, uh, I'll try that.: you, And
1: you fall down a rabbit hole, and like the rabbit holes are multivariate and, and vast. Like it, it's just there's someone out there making soft sounds about literally everything. Um, one, guy, one guy has like this the head microphone, right? And then attached to the ears are like tubes, and he like pours things down the tube. And like, have you, ever, have you ever had that sensation where you like cup something around you? That's a whole nother thing ear cupping. You know, you like yeah. cup something around your ear, you can feel like the pressure like in change. The pool. Yeah. And that with these microphones, if you're wearing like over the ear headphones and they do that sound, like if they put something over their microphone, it feels that way on your head. It's strange. And so when he has these tubes on the on the microphone ears and pours stuff down there, like it feels like that's happening on your head. It's weird, really weird. And you like? (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I I have a um, like haircuts. Do you get this feeling from haircuts at all? No. So haircuts is a big one. It's a big classic trigger across
0: like hearing the snipping noise.
1: Snipping noise. Um scissors around your ears that kind of stuff that cut. is
0: not one of my triggers but yeah so I, see.
1: I remember a million years ago we went to disney world and they had this thing where you could like sit in a chair and they were, it was supposed to like be about special effects and how they could induce in you the feeling that you're getting your hair cut by just sound and like Ooh. and like wind like they'll blow like hot air on you and like sound and you like you feel like you're getting a haircut and that thing was so awesome because of th- because of this it was like triggering awesome. all this asmr stuff that i didn't know and I was just like, this thing's so good, and I'm sure my parents were like, whatever, whatever. Why do, you, why do you, care about this so much? But like, it's always been a part of how I am, and until and now you have words for and it, and I have words it for it. Narrow, and we have a vast distributed community of weirdos. Awesome. Yeah, feels weird to talk about. We're gonna get some emails.
0: What kind of emails are we gonna get? This show is don't know. Shows all about liking things. It is all about. You're liking not telling things. other people that they have to have react to your asmr videos no
1: i'd love though if everyone just went and watched one yeah just to see just to see what happens and maybe here's what i would really love if someone listening was like wait i just thought that's how people were yes that would be that would make my my dang day
0: so if you thought that you should send ross uh facebook or twitter thing please let me know at r-o-s-s-d-a-t-r-o-w that's roski that's good did a good job no Thanks. <laughs> I've been practicing in front of the mirror at home. Because <laughs> you know what time it is, Ross. I do. Time for Quick Hit. Quick Hit. Quick Hit. Quick Hit. Quick Hit.
1: Quick Hit. Quick Hit. Quick Still so good. Still so good. <sighs> Sam, give me a Quick Hit.
0: My Quick Hit is I got a new wallet. You did? Yeah. He's, I'm getting it out of my get, pocket.
1: Right now, a word picture. He has pulled it out of his pocket. It is... It's the Machine Era TI5 Slim Wallet. I'm just reading the show notes here. <laughs> it is the Machine
0: Era TI5 Slim Wallet. It came all the way from across the river.
1: Yeah, this is a guy who lives in town who makes... Whoa, this is fancy. He it makes is things on metal. a metal
0: thing that can hold carbs. It can hold money too, but who carries money?
1: Is this made of titanium? Is that what the TI... Yes, it is made of titanium. It is it very light. It also can open beer bottles. Is that what this is back here on the back?
0: It's primarily so you can get out the thing in the back. But it can also open beer bottles. This is great. So we'll have that in the show notes. Yeah, but that's uh, awesome. Yeah, I like having as little stuff in my pockets as possible. Yes,
1: totally agree. Um, I have a quick hit. My, here's my quick hit. Were you done with your quick hit?
0: I'm done with my quick
1: hit. All right, my quick hit. Your quick hit is we got a canary to put down the model and stuff. But remember when our house got broken into? I do. Well, one of the things that we wanted to do was we didn't really want to go. Full security system, but we wanted a way to just... like. But you
0: did, for everyone who knows where <laughs> Ross lives. <laughs> yeah,
1: He's got scary dogs. <laughs> Super scary dogs. <laughs> electric fence. Lasers. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got this thing, it's called a canary. The, the company's called a canary and it's just a little video camera connected to the internet. And, and it so, points to
0: every entrance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does. It covers all the entrances to our house and uh, you can pull it up on your phone and you can check at any moment the live feed of the video. And so... It's more. It's more. It's mostly a, a peace of mind thing. Like when we went on vacation, it was nice to know that no one had broken into our house. But it wasn't that expensive, um, and it's neat. And it sends you push alerts, like if it detects motion. Um, like sometimes we'll get them in three in the morning because, like, a moth flew in front of it, and, huh. and it's like I saw that. Or I will get up and go to the bathroom, turn the light, turn the light off, and it will see that. Um, so it's neat. Awesome. It's. Uh, I think it might be. Don't tell Val. But I think it might be the, like, start of me getting into, like, in- home automation, home automation stuff. It's pretty You're not going to be allowed to
0: use the light switches.
1: Yeah. I can just, <laughs> man, I can just see myself being, my dad is exactly like that. No yeah, one can, My, my no dad's an X10 dad. Yeah, don't touch the light switches. Like, you can't. You just can't touch the light yeah. switches. And um, don't you
0: dare touch the switch. Yeah, switches on the light itself. So. Oh,
1: no. No. Uh, it, You know, here's another. This This is a little off topic, Sam, but... On the show, I, I do have to say, despite my dad's—I uh, don't know what the word I would use is—but is real, real stoked on X10 and stuff. He installed this light switch in my closet that has a motion sensor on it, mm-hmm. and you love it. I open the closet door, and the light turns on. And I close the closet door, and the light turns off. It's pretty great. Pretty great. So you know, you just have to go the right amount of deep. Don't go too deep, so no one can touch the light switches. But some of it's cool. Awesome. Ross, where can you find show notes for this twenty
0: fifth anniversary?
1: Twenty fifth anniversary. Well it's not an anniversary, the twenty fifth episode. Twenty fifth anniversary, Sam, uh, the gift you give is paper tearing videos. Uh you can find us this episode at samandrosslightnings.com.com like .com, and they'll be right at the top.
0: At the top. And you can be uh, I find, find you on the internet somewhere?
1: Yeah, dude, you can get me on the internet at you already said Ross That was before, but this is the time CATROW on all the things.
0: On all the things and I'm at MrBeefy on the twitters and you can find me on Facebook at Sam Davies. I might I'll probably let you be my friend.
1: Yeah, do it. All right, Sam. Thanks
0: for letting us do the show, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Open the notes. Open the notes. Show notes. Show notes. Welcome to Sam and Ross liking things, liking things every day.